back in action. Now, Marcelo, pull, Good fire, luck. score! <laughs> With one second on the shot clock, the deep three from A.B. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Clack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and boy, is that appropriate tonight. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Tonight, the BYU Cougars finally get to take the court in the West Coast Conference Tournament as they face the three-seed Pepperdine Waves in the semifinals at the Orleans Arena. Now, the Cougars earned a bye into tonight's semifinals by finishing second behind Gonzaga in the standings. Gonzaga already winning today. That's not a surprise to anybody that's been following this team. They're the number one team in the country, and they absolutely destroyed the St. Mary's Gales just a few moments ago. So the winner of this game will take on Gonzaga tomorrow in the championship game. BYU's not played a game since ending the regular season against St. Mary's on the 27th of February. The Cougars wrapped up the regular season with a record of 19-5, and and they also won their last four games in a row. BYU is also one of the teams firmly in the NCAA tournament and currently projected to be a single-digit seed. The uh, seed that is being talked about the most right now, a lot of people have BYU going into the NCAA tournament as a seven seed. Now, tonight's opponent is one that the Cougars split with in the regular season. BYU beat Pepperdine in Provo, and then the Waves defeated the Cougars in Malibu. That was one of those back-to-back situations where the game was played in Provo, and then the very next game for both teams was against each other again. And you always go into a game against Pepperdine worrying about Colby Ross, but also Kessler Edwards. It's no surprise that both had big games in the Waves' quarterfinal win over seven-seed Santa Clara on Saturday. So for more on tonight's matchup between the Cougars and the Waves, I talked with BYU assistant coach Chris Burgess. Here's our conversation. Coach, they always say, and it's one of those cliche terms that you always hear, you want to be playing your best basketball at the end of the year. Where do you feel the team is right now in terms of playing its best basketball? I think we're really clicking as a team on both sides of the court. Um, I think that we've kind of figured out rotations and lineups where guys are comfortable with who they're playing with. They know when they're going in. Um, and and it, you've seen it on the offensive end with the result of guys, you know, uh, making making shots. So we're making shots at this point of the season. We're doing a great job there. We're doing a great job executing the offense and the game plan. I think since the 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 last two losses we had, Pepperdine and Gonzaga, we've gotten a, a ton better with our physicality and our ability to be the more aggressive team, right, as opposed to being the team that's getting getting knocked down a little bit. So I love where we're at right now. We, you know, Coach Pope talks it all the time. We can still get better, and we still feel like we can get better. But, um, I, you know, we really like where we're at. You know, it's been a while since you guys played your last regular season game, and you don't know who you're going to play up until, you know, 48 hours before you play. So how do you guys handle or how have you handled the time since the end of the regular season and the game? You know, this this season with COVID and all the different pauses, I think it's prepared us for this kind of a layoff, right? Um, it's really prepared us with the unknown of, well, do we have a game? Do we not have a game? Who's next? And all we've kind of done is focus on 
certain concepts defensively, uh, whether it's ball screen, defense, transition defense, post defense, regardless of who we're playing, we've been really focusing on those in practice. And of course, us offensively executing, playing with pace, moving the ball, you know, taking great shots. And so as we came in to, you know, the last seven, eight days, not knowing who our opponent would be, we kind of had an idea of who we might play. And we just were working on certain concepts that would be key into our defensive game plan. We worked on certain concepts offensively of how we thought certain teams we might be, might be guarding us. Fortunately, the three teams we thought, which would have been Santa Clara, Pacific, and Pepperdine, um, have some similarities with the way they push the ball, have some similarities with the way their bigs can stretch the floor a little bit. And so we just prepared as best we could there. We didn't talk personnel or anything like that. We just kind of prepared for different concepts. And so when Pepperdine won, uh, won Saturday night, we felt pretty prepared with the game plan, even with, you know, not being able to practice on Sunday and just kind of watching film. We felt really, really, we felt prepared and, and we had gotten a lot done and gotten a lot better throughout the week leading up to who we were potentially going to play. Obviously, both sides of this are dealing with the same thing in terms of playing the team a third time. What's the biggest hurdle to get over preparing for a team the third time to play? You know each other pretty well. You know each other's tendencies. You know each other's strengths. You know each other's just kind of everything they do. It's like the comment is the comment made is just like, I bet we can run their offense just as well. They can run our offense, right? It's just kind of the way it is. You play someone three, three times for us. It's about protecting this basketball. Who's going to be the more physical team. And who's gonna who's going to lead like be the team that rebounds the best? We feel like if we can do those three things, they go in our favor. We feel like that gives us the best chance to win the game the third time around. Like it's playoff basketball; it's going to be a slugfest. They're going to push this thing in transition. You know, they're going to try to go at us with their mismatches, and we better be able to. We want to hit first. We want to hit second. And we, we want to be the aggressive team. For us, you know, when you play someone three times, it's, it's, it's just difficult. But if you can focus on those three things, you got a chance to be super successful. So obviously you have a lot of guys playing really good basketball right now. When you look at coming into this tournament, what aspect of your team's game are you most excited to see on display? Man, I, I know this is kind of general. I'm excited to see our competitiveness. I'm excited to see, you know, after, you know, last year's, uh, some of the guys coming back from the WCC, you know, their experience, are they, are, did they take anything away from last year? And are they ready for what this WCC tournament, conference tournament basketball is all about? I'm looking forward to, you know, um, the Pepperdine, seeing the, the, uh, the BYU of late, the, the, the team that's moving this ball around, playing with confidence, shooting open shots, dominating the glass, playing with, you know, Matt Harms playing with a ton of confidence, obviously rim protecting and his physicality. I'm excited for this team to see the Caleb Lohner, who's got some swag, right, where he's banging shots and he's crashing the glass. So I'm excited about a bunch of these. But the most part, I'm excited to see if these guys, right, under, uh, are going to play with the competitive fire that, that we've been preaching and teaching and, like, trying to get it inside of our guys of what this game is going to be about to semifinals. All right, last question, and – a little bit retrospective. So you go back a year ago, and obviously nobody knew it at the time, but the last time you guys were down here, little did you know this was going to be the last games you played from last season. Now being back here a year later, what's the feeling like? Number one, that we're back in this situation, that you've been able to play this many games. You've played 24 games. What's the feeling this time around one year later? Well, the feeling is super grateful that we're playing 
Um, you know, like you say, a year ago, it was all, you know, we not only did we lose, but something special was taken away, just taken away from us and the rest of college basketball, um, (laughs) you know, in general fans and players and coaches and all the things. So uh, we're looking, we're just super grateful that we have this opportunity to play uh, regardless of the fans or not. We're grateful for, you know, the position we've put ourselves in um, after this dub CC tournament. And we understand that like, you're not promised another game right? Especially in these, you know, different times, no one's promised anything. I mean, you look at Colin Gillespie from Villanova, right? Like you're just not promised another game, right? And so for our guys, you know, that's the message is don't leave anything out there. Like you will regret it and hate yourself and beat yourself up and lose sleep for a long, long time. If you play the what if game or could have done this, right? And so that's the message, right? And that's the feeling um, as I prepare, like, you know, I do the best I can to per- help prepare this team is to focus on that, right. To focus on, Hey, follow the game plan and you're going to have nerves and that's okay. You're going to have a little, you're supposed to feel this way, right? If you didn't, then you wouldn't be the, you know, the competitive athlete that you are, but trust, you know, trust your instincts and trust what with the game plan and trust these things. And man, go out there and freaking compete because you're just not, you're not promised anything. You're not promised anything after tomorrow. Chris, thank you so much for taking a few minutes. Always great to talk with you and good luck. Thanks. Appreciate it, Shep. All right, that was the great Chris Burgess, BYU assistant coach. Always love talking with Chris. And he was talking about the concepts that they've really been focusing on, being the aggressor. And, you know, that, that's something I'm really looking forward to seeing tonight, just like he was talking about. He talked about being excited about watching this team come out and the competitiveness that they, uh, that they can show tonight with the opportunity that's in front of them. But I, I want to go back to the, to the aggressiveness comment that he made and just how important that is for BYU. And I think that that also translates into the strong starts. And we've talked about that in other games. In fact, a lot of other games, how important a strong start is for BYU. Not that they certainly can't come back from a slow start, but things just obviously uh, work in BYU's favor a lot more when they start the game well. The interesting follow-up to that is that the loss at Pepperdine in Malibu. BYU actually had a a really good start in that game, but it was Pepperdine just, they kept it close. I mean, they they were within 10-11. They never got completely out of it. They stayed within striking distance, and in the second half, they made a big run. BYU had some turnovers and things, so I think that uh, that is probably more of the oddity and the rarity to that scenario, I still think a strong start for BYU is is really a key for the Cougars tonight against a really good team. We talked about Colby Ross and Kessler Edwards and just how they're going to want to push this ball. Transition defense, I think, is going to be really important for BYU. This is going to be a really fun matchup for those that may have turned into the first game. And obviously, you're taking on Gonzaga. But St. Mary's just completely overwhelmed. They had no chance to even be close in that game. I think this is going to be a much more exciting game and obviously one that we all hope that uh, in the end, and I, I certainly believe BYU should be victorious at the end of the ball game. Somebody else who I have a feeling feels the same way is Mark Duran. We're going to talk with him next. We'll head to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas when we come back. It is our courtside conversation when Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, joining us from the Orleans Arena site of tonight's semifinal between BYU and Pepperdine. Mark, how are you, my friend? How is Vegas treating you? Well, you know I love Vegas. You know, I'm a big gambler guy. I hit the tables and, you know, <laughs> all that kind of now, I come to Vegas to golf. I'm here with, of course, uh, Russ Larson's wonderful wife, Christy, and my wife. We, You know, regardless of what what they do with the fans, you know, we, we like to come down and have a little vacation and play some golf. So I've been doing that. But it's good to be back in this building, even though I have a little bit of Jordan Ford PTSD from last, <laughs> last time I was here. But uh, – it's good to be in this in this building. I like this BYU team. I hope they come out like Coach Burgess was saying and play aggressive and attack. And they just—I mean, this is too good an opportunity to keep keep improving, keep getting better, and keep improving. You know, your possibilities in the NCAA tournament and get a chance at Gonzaga tomorrow if you win. And these, these are big opportunities, and I, I just hope these guys come out ready to play and. Uh, they kind of don't mess around. Pull a, pull a Gonzaga, you know. They, they they just end the game after five minutes, and that's that's what I want to see from BYU. I want to see them come out, attack. I want to see them be the aggressor. In the previous two games, I think Pepperdine was, was more physical and was the aggressor, and you saw it on the offensive boards and with the turnovers and things. And I, I want to see a different BYU team. You know, you watch that Pepperdine game at Malibu late in that game. They, get, they lost on turnovers. They lost on offensive rebounds, and – I, I want to see a different team, an aggressive, confident team like they have been playing. And I don't want to hear at the end of this game, and I'm kind of just going on a rant here, Jason, but I don't want to hear at the end of this game, we weren't ready to play. We came out slow. I don't want to hear it. You come out ready to go, take care of business, or business as we like to say, right, Jason? It's all about the business. <laughs> and, and then you go play the best team in the country tomorrow night. But you you got to come out and be the aggressor. If BYU does not win the boards today, I'm going to be highly upset. They've got the size. They've got the players. And if they don't win the boards, that means they just didn't play hard enough. And I want I want to see a team that comes out and wins a game in a decisive manner tonight. Amen, brother. Amen, indeed. <laughs> look, look. If you could tell Mark Durant is pumped for this because I just asked how Vegas was treating him. <laughs> Hey, I'm a good interview guy. You don't have to come up with any questions. You just say, Mark, what do you want to talk about? Okay, so, all right, you mentioned Coach Burgess's interview, and and he said in that interview uh, about nothing being guaranteed in terms of another game, and I think that that's really going to resonate with this team. If this year has taught us anything, it's that you have to live in the now because what's planned on is not guaranteed anymore. And and I think this team, and and granted, there's, there's... a lot of those guys are gone now, but there are enough that were part of that last year. They know what it was like a year ago when they were in the tournament, and they didn't realize that that was going to be it for them. I think I think that's something that could really help this team as they play these next couple of games. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was a hard lesson for a lot of people, particularly BYU, and particularly those BYU seniors from last year. And and, and you know, this game, this year. It's almost like playing you know, St. Mary's in a game. They, they, they slow it down so much that each possession, you have so fewer possessions that each possession becomes more valuable. Well, you're not playing 35 games. You know, you're playing maybe 25, and each game then thereby becomes more important. 
You know, they, it counts for more. It's almost like a football season. You know, you got a certain number of games. You better take advantage of it. And also, I think, you know, you got a lot of seniors on this team, and, and they've got to be thinking to themselves, this is a home stretch, man, for college basketball. I got, you know, maybe three or four more games, hopefully more than that, but that's, that's you know, the likely scenario. I, I better come out and get the most out of these last few games and, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll play some more games. Hopefully, that won't be a repeat of last year. But the, regardless of whether they, they're playing, they, you know, every game is important, and every game has a, a higher value. And these are the, the, the last game you'll ever play as a college player for some of these guys. So go out, get it done, and make the most of it. You know, and, and I want to put the season into context. You know, we mentioned, and we've talked about this, and obviously everybody that follows BYU basketball knows the type of production that moved on from this program after last season, um, yet they're projected to be a higher seed than last year's team was thought to be. Right now, people are talking about them as a seventh seed in the NCAA tournament. There's obviously still work to do, but Mark, what an unbelievable job by this team and this coaching staff to put themselves right back in this situation again. It's amazing because, you know, they the start of this season – they they had some sketchy games. Uh, I mean, I remember going back to uh, back east, Connecticut, and seeing them play USC. I mean, that was ugly. You know, those big guys didn't know what they were doing. I mean, it was not pretty. And I I, I you know it's almost like the, the movie Bambi. You know, he gets he gets born <laughs> and his legs are wobbly and he's flowing all over the place. But then you know get a couple games under their belt and they kind of figure things out. They start figuring out roles and. The big guys uh, you know, started playing much better. Obviously, Alex, and you know, he's always going to be good. And under his leadership, I mean, they got better, and they become a big. They're a big stud buck right now. I mean, they got the big <laughs> horns, and they're on the on the on the cliff edge, looking out over the kingdom. They're the the top dog right now, and and uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, credit. You see, everybody on this team right now, Jason, has gotten better. I mean, uh, I go down the list. Uh, the, the, I guess the one guy that maybe. Is, is a little bit of a funk right now is is uh, a Harward. Um, I mean, it's not terrible, but he, he was pretty dominant a little earlier. Now he's kind of struggling, lost a little confidence, but it looks like he's got a little mohawk. Maybe that will change his mojo. But really, you go down that list, you know, guys like Trevin Nell and Gideon George and Caleb Lohner and Matt Harms and, and uh, Brandon Averett. I mean, you go down the list, all those guys are, have gotten better and they're playing their best. And that, that's, that's great at this time of the year, and that's why this team – is in such a prime position. But as you know, I mean, it's all what have you done for me lately. And yep. you're talking seven seeds and all those great things. You, you lose to Pepperdine in the semis. All that kind of goes out the window. I think they still make the tournament, obviously. But uh, all that good stuff kind of that, that goes by the wayside. So you have to keep, get it done every single night. We know BYU wants to push the ball in its offense. Pepperdine wants to do the exact same thing. These two teams split in the regular season, each team winning at home. Um, where does transition defense fall on your list of priorities tonight for the Cougars and slowing down that up-tempo offense that, that Pepperdine's going to want to push? Well, I like, I like teams that will play a, a better pace for you. I mean, I hate the St. Mary's and the Pacifics in those kind of games. Uh, I like a team that will play with BYU, and they don't shoot a great three-point percentage. But it's, I mean, the thing that really worries me about Pepperdine is they're kind of an inverted team. You got guys like Colby Ross that'll get in the paint, and score, and then Zedek and Esler Edwards. They're they're your three point shooters, and that that's scary to me for BYU because Matt Harms and 
Caleb Lohner having to chase big yeah, guys. Yeah, pulls out them away the from the basket. Pull, pulls them away, which allows guys like Ross to score easier because they're chasing guys. But also Zedek, and, and it, they're their best three-point shooters. Yep. And they're good. And it's hard for the big guys to get out there and really contest those threes. And they do the same thing defensively. I mean, they really guard on the three-point line. It's hard to get threes. And it's more of an inside game that's available for BYU. So what worries me is it's a little bit different, and it takes away a real strength of BYU, those big guys in the paint, defending the paint. Uh, and it, it, and Pepperdine's able to extend that, that defense and spread the floor. That, that That's hard. And if one of those guys gets hot, you know, it could it could be very difficult for BYU. All right, last thing. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. We just talked a little bit about transition defense. Mark, what are some other keys to tonight's game or maybe your most important key to the game? To me, it's rebounding. Uh, Pepperdine does not win if they get out-rebounded. BYU does not lose when they out-rebound. And in those two games that they've already played, Pepperdine was the, the double-digit offensive rebounds and all that. If BYU is equal to or better on the offensive boards than Pepperdine, Pepperdine's not going to be able to beat the Cougars. Mark, great stuff. Always love talking to you. Missed talking to you the last couple of weeks, but uh, we'll do it the rest of tonight and uh, hopefully again tomorrow. How about that? All right, my brother. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Write I like it, it down. I like Stamp it. it. I like it. We're putting it down. Mark, great okay. stuff, man. Thanks. See you. All right, that's the great Mark Durant. You'll hear him on the call with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel coming up in about 35 minutes. You actually hear from them as pregame continues in about six or seven minutes. But after a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores, including the game before between Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Also, BYU women's basketball in action earlier today. They are also heading to the championship game. We'll give you their score and let you know who they will face. That's all coming up next as Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Number two seed BYU, number three seed Pepperdine coming your way in about 35 minutes. Let's uh, let you know uh, the winner of today's game will face Gonzaga tomorrow night in the championship game. That is because Gonzaga handled St. Mary's quite easily, 78-55. And earlier today in the women's semifinal, it was number two seed BYU and number three seed San Francisco. Cougars winning by 30, going away. That means they will play in the championship game also against Gonzaga. So tomorrow, a championship day could be both men's and women's, BYU versus Gonzaga. The men, see what they can do tonight, but uh, that could be a big possibility for tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it. On the other side, we'll get you to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar pregame coaches show. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now is your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. 
For many of us, this past year has been like a field goal kick that hits the goalpost. So close to success, but no good. And with all the uncertainty in our lives these days, we should take comfort in the things that have remained constant. The BYU Creamery has been a Provo landmark for nearly 75 years, with some of our recipes remaining unchanged since 1949. Whether you're celebrating the Cougs' latest victory or just looking for a familiar flavor to get you through the week, the BYU Creamery is here for you. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada for semifinal play in the West Coast Conference Tournament tonight. For the second consecutive season, BYU's earned the triple bye into the Final Four. As for the first time, the Cougars will play Pepperdine in the league tournament. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, sitting alongside my color commentary colleague, the former BYU Ironman himself, Mark Durant. And we're at concourse level here at the Orleans. Uh, No fans in the venue for what is typically a pretty raucous event once we get to Monday night. But uh, by now, we're... I guess we're well accustomed to the squeaks of sneakers being among the only sounds heard on the hardwoods. Nevertheless, it is tourney time, and the stakes are the same, and BYU's a team already ticketed for the NCAA tournament. Mark, it's a well-earned reward for a program that uh, did not get to enjoy the fruits of last season's labors. And a season of oddity and surrealism, Greg. This may take the cake as we're here in the Orleans, and it's, it's just completely empty and uh, so we'll just see if the teams figure it out on the basketball court, I guess. But uh, I tell you what I love about this team, Greg, is that they have earned that NCAA tournament. And that's not an easy thing anymore. It used to be kind of, you know, BYU wins 25 games they're in. But uh, uh, the way it stands now and being in the same league with Gonzaga, it, you have got to schedule hard teams, and then you have to beat good teams, and then you have to not lose to bad teams. <laughs> in order to even be considered and for BYU to be a lock and you know looking at a seven or whatever I mean that's a real tribute to, to this team and how they've improved and coach Pope and his staff and bringing in transfers and those guys stepping up and performing and everybody's playing their best right now I mean it's been fun to watch what you want to have not have happen is to kind of lay an egg in this game you'd be ready to go and take advantage of every opportunity like they have already this year after this break, we will hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas for this WCC Tournament semifinal meeting between BYU and Pepperdine. The winner facing Gonzaga tomorrow night for the league tournament title. 
third game this season between these two teams. Uh, they played twice, five days apart in late January. BYU won at home, lost on the road. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Our pregame interview brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And we talked about uh, just how the up and down waves appear to be on an uptick coming into tonight's game. You know, they're, they're such a dangerous team. They're a little bit feast or famine. Uh, you know, they're, they, they're kind of playing. You know, there's a lot of things hard about them. One, it starts with Kobe Ross, right? He was one of the best players that this league has ever seen with one of the most prolific careers they've ever seen. I think he's now the all-time leader and scorer in the history of the WCC tournament, a passing Hank Gathers. Think about that for a second. That's incredible. And um, he's such a problem. He's a massive problem in transition. Like our wall has to be great. Uh, he's going to really stress us that way. And then obviously he's a he's a wizard in, in uh, you know in ball screen offense. Um, number one scoring, getting to the free throw line is probably what he does best. And number two, passing the ball. He had twelve assists. You know, just last night against Santa Clara. So uh, he is a massive problem. And then the obviously problem number two, you know, Batman and Robin is this Kessler Edwards, who's a pro. We talked about him. We saw him. He can really shoot the ball. His length is unbelievable. He's actually gotten better and better off the bounce. He's still over one point per possession without a dribble and under a one with a dribble, but he's much more effective. And he actually killed us on the offensive glass as well as George Zedek. Like this, this three-headed monster right now in terms of scoring from Pepperdine. And George Zedek is such a problem for us, especially when he's at the five, because he's just a prolific, prolific shooter. And he's shooting 40% from the three-point line. He's putting up huge numbers in, in any given game. And he's so dangerous. And he is fearless. You know, he could go 0 for 6 or he could go for 6 for 6. And I don't think he really cares. He's going to get him up. And, um, you know, Lorenzo's doing a great, done a great job developing him. And, and, and I think uh, Kessler and, and um, Colby have, have done an unbelievable job, like instilling confidence in him as a teammate. And you think about the problems that those guys cause in transition, in ball screen offense and on the offensive glass on any given night, they, they probably can beat anybody. They're really good. Final thing throughout the whole season, you were playing, you were grinding, you were hoping for things, but there was still kind of that element of hope the whole way through. Now it feels like it's real. There's a real prize now at the end of the road that is so close to you. Do you get that sense that it's starting to feel like a real march again? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we're so grateful that we made it here. Like, we're, we're grateful that basketball made it here. And we're just so incredibly grateful. In terms of the finality of these games, in that sense, it's one of the strengths of this team is that they've been willing to emotionally invest in every single game, convincing themselves that this is the biggest game they've played all season. So we've already done this 24 times. And now we get to do have the biggest game of the season for us this year, the 25th time. And so I expect the guys to come out and perform at a really high level like they have all the way up. All right, fantastic preview, Coach. We look forward to hearing from you in the postgame. Good luck in this one. Okay, thanks, Greg. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. All right, we'll come back with more from Las Vegas after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. 
Now, let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, live inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, semifinal Monday at the West Coast Conference Tournament, to 19-5, BYU taking on 12-11 Pepperdine in tonight's nightcap. Earlier tonight, national number one Gonzaga, suffocating St. Mary's 78-55. Zags await tonight's winner. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Pepperdine got here by taking care of Santa Clara on Saturday in that game. The wave showing why they're going to be a handful for BYU tonight. Double-double for Kessler Edwards. Double-double for Jan Zedek. Double-double for Colby Ross. <laughs> they scored 78 points. They play fast. Ross is a superstar. They've already won a game on this floor, and then they had a day of rest. Mark, Mark BYU's playing its first tournament game tonight. This shapes up as a scary game uh, for a BYU program that uh, has already lost to Pepperdine this season and lost its Monday debut here last year. And it's a team that knows they can beat BYU because they've done it and one of the few teams in the conference that has. And uh, obviously you've got these seniors, Colby Ross, one of the best ever, Kessler Edwards. and They've got score score seniors. That scares me. And, and then just the way they play, you mentioned Zedek. I mean, he's a big guy, but he, he he's a perimeter guy, and, and he can shoot the three. So you've got Harms and, and uh, Harward and Lee chasing that guy around the perimeter, and they're not. that means they're not in the paint. And so it's a weird type game, and they're they're good scoring team, and they turn you over. They offensive rebound well. I mean, if that doesn't get your attention, if you're BYU, and that the fact that they've beaten you already, I don't know what can get you motivated to play in a game. Fans, if you're looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, try Smith's Click List, where you order online, then pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, we'll hear from Pepperdine head coach Lorenzo Romar as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. Back in the Orleans Arena where tonight BYU plays to advance to its fourth WCC championship game. Cougars and Pepperdine waves BYU a lock for the NCAA tournament. But uh, needing a win tonight to stay on its seed line, I think. A loss and BYU would probably drop. The only real chance for a move up is to beat Gonzaga tomorrow night. But to get that chance, BYU must defeat Pepperdine. A team that BYU's beaten in six of the last seven and eight of the last ten meetings. But the last get-together was a 76-73 win for the Waves in Malibu in late January. And in a conversation I had with head coach Lorenzo Romar earlier today via Zoom, I asked how big it was for a roster that had never beaten BYU to get that win. We have a lot of respect for the BYU program. Uh, they're well-coached. They, they have really good players. Uh, they compete. They play hard. And... You know, they're an NCAA tournament team. Uh, year in and year out, they're bidding for an opportunity to go. And, you know, they'll be there again this year. They would have been there if it were not for COVID last year. So we have a lot of respect for them. So to be able to come out and get a victory was something for our guys that, uh, you know, we felt good about. But uh, from that time that we played them until now, that BYU team, they were already good, but they're a much better team in my opinion. You had a few losses late in the year, but uh, I think these back-to-back wins you know, coming up to tonight have really showed the class of this Pepperdine team right now, and it feels to me like your best players are playing some of their best basketball, which is important too. Well, uh, Colby Ross, is, he's been playing really good basketball. He's done, he's done a great job as of late of really pushing the pace and creating tempo. 
making good reads for our team. And I think everyone else is benefiting from that. Kessler Edwards is uh, playing right now with a lot of confidence and he being, he's being very aggressive. Do you think there's value in having gotten a win on the floor already Saturday night and then had a day of rest to recover, to get ready for a team that's seeing its first uh, game on that floor tonight? You can look at this a lot of different ways, a lot of speculation, you know, emotionally, what goes into who, which team may have an edge. And, uh, you know, people were saying, well, we had a double bye, and maybe that's an advantage because you're fresh. But I remember a couple of years ago, we played someone that had a double bye. We had played two nights in a row and we came out and because we had played, we had gotten in somewhat of a rhythm and we came out and played our best game uh, that particular night. So going into this game, given the situation the way it is, I just think that you go out there and you play the game. I don't know what what are the, the factors that really give a team an edge that give you an opportunity to maybe play better. I, I think you just you just come out and play. Well, Lorenzo, always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time before these BYU games. Much appreciated. Uh, best of luck to you and your team, and thanks again. Anytime, Greg. Thank you. That is Pepperdine head coach Lorenzo Romar. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Our look ahead to BYU and Pepperdine continues after this, live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Pepperdine straight ahead in the WCC Tournament Semifinals. BYU's regular season series with the Waves consisted of two games in five days. BYU won the first game, lost the second game. And the big three, Harms, Barcelo, Averett, struggled over the two games. BYU did get the split. By the same token, Pepperdine earned that split. Mark, if BYU's going to win tonight, uh, the best players have to play a little better. Uh, Look at Pepperdine's big three last night or Saturday night. As I mentioned, they all had double doubles. Uh, It's the time of the season when the senior stars have to shine brightly. Yeah, their their seniors are playing their best, so you got to match that. I think BYU's depth and and bench play is better than Pepperdine. So if you can match what their best players do, you're going to be fine. But I think particularly Alex Barcelo needs to have a big game tonight. He is the heart and soul of this team. He's been terrific lately. He can't afford to go a half without scoring, even if he is facilitating for other people. He needs to be an aggressor. He needs to have a great game tonight. Final word before tip-off coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Final game of the day here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas coming up. BYU and Pepperdine. The winner will get Gonzaga for the WCC Championship tomorrow. The Zags, as they always do, end up on that Tuesday night championship game. They defeated St. Mary's tonight by a final score of 78-55. to The game was never a game. It was over in the first minute, essentially. And uh, the women's game earlier today saw BYU defeat San Francisco 85-55. to That was a runaway, but it took a little later for the Cougs to put away the Dons. BYU and Gonzaga will play in the women's title game tomorrow. And Kristen Kozlowski will join me for that call at 2 o'clock Mountain Time on BYU Radio, the FM, plus the uh, online streams via BYUCougars.com and the BYU Cougars app. But coming up next, back in the men's draw, BYU and Pepperdine. It's coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.